I'd love to be a lighthouse keeper. Sitting up there on your own. It'd be great. Hey, welcome to episode 78 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severne. Hey, Nick. And Blake. Happy birthday. What? Podcast is okay. three years old <laughs> oh, last really? month. Thank, thank you, Blake. For, did yes. you say last month? Last month. Totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're three. Yeah. We're We've walking. been three for like a month or something. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. We can almost go to kindergarten. Yep. Um, how's it going, guys? Good. It's going well. So we had we had a lengthy discussion just before yeah, this. I don't know if is if is there interest in our listen from our listeners to hear no, no. like almost almost any time we do a podcast, there's a little bit of chatter before we actually start the podcast. Mm-hmm. Usually about I don't know, politics. I don't know. Sometimes what, food. Sometimes food, sometimes yeah. it's just whatever. Well, uh, and we use our sound test, but sometimes these conversations, which you mentioned, just be a couple minutes uh, over go the on last for like an hour. Over the, yeah, over the last like two years, I've definitely got multiple podcasts worth of like <laughs> talking about this Donald Trump, Trump talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had it, we. It was so like during when he when it was a uh, he the was in the running. Yep. Yeah, we were seriously thinking of doing a spinoff podcast of uh, politics. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you're a listener out there and you have any interest in hearing that, mm. let us know. Um, you can email us, frenzyquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear mm. from you. And what would be cool opinion. is that, like, it's American politics, and we barely know it. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know much about it. No. <laughs> yeah. I could technically vote, I think. Yeah. But I, I don't want to be involved in anything right now <laughs> on that front. Um, all right. Let's, what have you guys been playing? Like, Blake, let's start with, oh, oh shit. Go ahead, go ahead, oh, shit. Man, okay. Um, Psych, Blake, start with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. I, um, I've been playing a couple games. Yeah? I finished Shadow of Colossus. Um, HD? Yeah, yeah. Whatever the, it's the, the remaster. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. And I'll be playing this rally game on the side. I don't know. What? Rally game? Yeah, I'm, I'm really big into the rally game. Yeah? What? I've never heard <laughs> what? I know there's so much GTA talk Wait, yeah, me. yeah. Can you can you get out of the car and like no, you can't. take somebody else's car? No, you can't. It's, it's like a real real rally game. Whoa. So yeah. it's like a GTA it, where you can't get out of the car. It's really weird. And you're on a track. <laughs> yeah. The city is just a single loop. There isn't even a city. It's what? just like in the, in the woods. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's a real rally. Yeah. Like a, okay. It, it's cool because it's done in stages and the stages are like five minutes long. Oh, the, the game, by the way, is called Dirt Dirt Rally, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Uh, it's quite an old game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a mate recommended it, geez, months ago and I just started playing it recently. And okay. Loving it? It's fucking good, man. Um, it just feels good. Even though I'm driving like this old vintage mm. <laughs> rally car, it's, yeah. it just feels nice to, to hear it all. You've got your co-pilot in there. <laughs> Doing left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, medium left. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, Do you reckon, I was just thinking about this. Do you reckon a multiplayer would be interesting <laughs> no. where oh. one person has to one, read so out? One person has the, yeah. has the map and the yeah. other person's driving. Yeah. They've, they've got, uh, there's like uh, an iPad game yeah. from a long time ago that was like a bomb defusal. Okay. Thing, where one person had a manual, like a mm-hmm. paper manual, and the other person had the iPad, and had to. And oh. The person in the manual, the person in the iPad, had to like tell the person in the manual what they were yep. seeing on screen, and the person in the manual had to tell the person with the iPad. This sounds like how to uh, defuse the bomb. This sounds like that 
VR game. I think it's called Keep Talking and Don't Explode or something. That might be it. Keep yeah. Talking and No One Explodes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We talked about like bailing water in the last episode. Yeah. No, I don't think that's a cool strategy. I think that's the bailing water of um, yeah. of, of rally but what driving. If, what if you like don't? <laughs> what if someone? I don't know, man. Like you could just get some real pride out of being like the best uh, navigator. What if? What if your role was just to choose what radio station Oof. the other person got to listen to? Oh, <laughs> nah, nah. The the the, the act yeah. of driving is pretty fun. Like okay. just to just to slide the the rear wheels out and get it get a handbrake on. Is there car damage? There is car damage. Uh, um, do they use real cars? Like as in recognizable models? And yep, stuff? I saw a F- Ford Focus on there <laughs> because I remember GTA uh, Gran Turismo. Wasn't mm-hmm. that like a big thing? Was like. There was only very cosmetic car damage because the car manufacturers didn't want their cars oh, really? being wrecked in the game. Yeah, I heard that same thing. Something like, like that. Porsche will allow our cars in the game, but you can't damage them. Yeah. They have to be pristine. Which is just silly to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's definitely a thing. But in the rally games, they, they get damaged, they get rolled, they, they affect the handling. Yeah, It's that's just cool. everything you'd expect with like a, a rally game. Sure. It's gritty, too. It's, it's really nice. Um. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. I'm not going to talk too much about the story, but it is uh, like I really enjoyed my time with it. Nice. And um, God of War is coming out. But after that, I, I told Nick I will lend him my PlayStation. Yeah, I'm going to borrow borrow it. Yeah, maybe we could it. talk about um, Shadow of Colossus. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I offered to lend you my <laughs> Switch so you could play Zelda. <laughs> And you declined. Yeah. <laughs> you jerk. But not not, not on some... <laughs> you just spat in his face. <laughs> but not on some Nintendo hate stuff. It, it was more of like, I don't even think I've got time for like a, a 40-hour game. A Zelda. It's it's more than 40 hours. But I <laughs> yeah, I reckon it's worth playing a little bit just to get a feel for it. And I think you'll be amazed at just how much fun you have. It's okay. just such a, just a, a, a pleasant time. M- maybe so at pleasant. some point I'll take you up on that. But good, right now. Should. It's really good. I was just listening to the soundtrack not too long ago, just of Breath of the Wild, and was like, "My God, really? Yeah, is, were you enjoying it? Yeah, the there's, there's was a track so mellow. Yeah, I know that's the thing. It, it there's a there's a it, it sets the mood so well, and there's like a track that's just like two keynote, like two notes on a piano. Yeah, and it it just it's it's just great. That I, that <laughs> like, <laughs> that game in particular, with the exception of the towns, which have quite. Oh yeah, yeah. Like full soundtracks, it's very minimal. Yeah. Um, which I found, uh, I thought it was a very interesting decision because if you compare it to, let's say, I'm I'm gonna say like Elder Scrolls is probably the closest competitor. Yeah. In terms of like open world RPG, yeah, there's of a lot epic of scale. Yeah. And like, um, but and that is very full on and yeah. very orchestral and very, like, uh. You know, it's very, very heavily composed, mm. and, and and Zelda by comparison is just like most of the time you're walking around in silence. Yeah, I, just... I seriously think it makes the world feel bigger as well. That's interesting. And it, like, because it, it the music for the most part is just so subdued mm. that I don't know it it just puts you in this mood of like slowly exploring places. Yeah, 
Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's I can see you wistfully like thinking about your time in Zelda. Yeah, but I I got on onto listening to him was like, oh, that's such a good game. Like, yeah. I, do you want to borrow it again? Yeah, I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Ah! <laughs> I, have we told the story about how like, uh, you bro- you played tons of it? Yeah. And then I said, great. In a couple of weeks, I'd like it back. And you stopped immediately because you're like, oh, in two. If I have to give it back in two weeks, what's the point? Yeah, I know. I was just like, <laughs> oh, now I have a time pressure. Uh, it's weird how human behavior is, or maybe just my behavior. Yeah, no, I, I think I, I get I'm, that a little bit. If I'm given a deadline, yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. sorry. Right. But you should you should just pick up a copy at some point, yeah. probably. Um, Shadow of the Colossus has a lot of like open landscapes, right? Yeah, it's it's got pretty much just the world, and uh, you venture out to. Certain locations and Slayer, Slayer Colossi. Yep. <laughs> is it? There's, there's nothing else in the world. It's, it like the oh. game is just like going to these, going to the bosses. Yeah, not yeah. like they're not that I know of. Like the the locations are really just set dressing. Mm. Like there's, there's mm. kind of no need for them. Yeah. It's almost like you. You could just have a loading screen. Yeah, just put all out for them. Yeah. There's a little visual storytelling, I think, right? Like you see the ruins of, of old civilizations, mm. some of them, stuff, yeah. But but they don't serve any gameplay purpose, really, yeah. Right? It's for the most part, other than like an, as an obstacle to a, get to your mm. colossus. It's just decorative and world building. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I I think that's fantastic because Zelda also had a lot of that, and it it makes uh it it makes it much easier to immerse yourself in that sort of game, especially in a game with like Shadow of the Colossus where uh, the gameplay is very focused. You need something to make it feel important. And world building, I think, helps on that front. Yeah, How yeah. I feel about that. It, it's good, man. I, I, I've i got nothing bad to say about it. Like, I, I, I look back on me saying that the bow uh, mechanics sucked, mm-hmm. but I really just wasn't putting in hours to, to mm. learn how this bow worked. Like, mm. it, yeah, it, it all, it's, it's okay. Was it any, you play, yeah, you played Horizon. Was it any different to Horizon's bow mechanic? Like, you know, I don't remember Horizons being particularly bad. I, yeah. I don't remember anything like that. I think there's that. only so many ways you can do a bow, right? Like, Yeah. I, I, I do like aim, games which race. have a little bit of snapping. Like, I noticed it in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 when I was playing mm-hmm. it back then. Like, you would kind of, like, just touch on the um, joystick and it would sort of snap a little bit, like, when you were close to a... Oh, okay. I, I would snap to the... It wasn't like a noticeable snap. Yeah. It, it was. You still the, had to get it snap pretty close. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was so minimal that you kind of felt like you. Yeah. But there's like it. an invisible small radius mm. that if you get it in, it will snap. It felt like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I liked man talking about Zelda again. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that aiming, the yes. the the motion control, like just slight so aiming. So good. And then go, going back to play Horizon felt. Like really, uh, big step backwards. Yeah, big like a like a surprisingly big step yeah. backwards. Okay, like it's a thing I didn't know I needed until I I played it and then was like, wow, every game needs to be like this. Yeah, I, I remember talking about it on here and saying it was the best use of motion control. Yeah, absolutely. Ever. This yeah. is the legacy of motion controls. Yes, yeah. This is what this is what they were going towards. Mm. They started off with big sweeping gestures, flailing your arms, trying to throw a bowling ball. Yeah, and now it's fine order control to adjust. And and perfect what you're already doing, like yeah, it's, it's an enhancement it's to what you're already doing, yeah. rather than replacing what exactly. you're already doing. It is it it, it just yeah. it builds upon yeah 
um, the natural gameplay. Yeah, it's so good. Every every game should have that. It's it's, it's just so natural feeling. I love it. Yep, it does sound cool. Yeah. Um, PlayStation controllers should be able to do that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I, access. I, yeah. I, I yeah, I wonder why they don't support that. Kind yeah, of sounds fantastic. Yep, I think it's like a Nintendo patented thing. Uh, I would be surprised if it was, but maybe I don't know. Yeah, I who mean, knows? Because they've all got motion. Yeah, they've all had motion controls in the past. I don't know if Xbox does. I, I yeah. Okay, so you need a, <laughs> a camera with depth. Yeah, yeah. But there I was mean, so much latency, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my. No, you need to then move your whole body for it. That's <laughs> oh, the yeah. problem with Connect. You need they, to they, full body motion still. They love to. Microsoft loves to approach things from the the least efficient <laughs> end. I think it's pretty funny. But, we, you know. we were just singing Microsoft's praises like earlier <laughs> as well. Like, I mean, that was not that was not on the podcast, right? No, that, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how it's impressive. Uh, anyway, uh, we're, we're not 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 important for this. Podcast, well, they're a company that's been around for so long. Yeah, and then they're a behemoth, and they yeah. make tons of money, and they make yeah. good products. But they also are they, sometimes Do, they just approach things from entirely the wrong angle. Yeah, I remember seeing a Connect. Um, I think it was definitely an E3 demo and it was a shooter and it had no controller because you are the controller. Yep. And the way the gun fires is you do like a jazz hands <laughs> to, <laughs> to fire the gun. Very cool. So you put your hands as if you're holding a gun and then open your your your, your palms yeah. doing the jazz hands and it'll Ooh. shoot. And hacking is done by dancing the robot, I yep. think. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so you've also been playing uh, the pirate Yep. Game. I still been playing Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Sea of Thieves. I um now before we get on oh. to talking about that, I want to remind any listeners. Last time you were playing it, you're like, yeah, it's fun. I just don't really have anything to do. Like, there's no, yep, goal. Yep. Um, have I things changed. Goal wise, like I've got really into the my the I keep calling them microtransactions, but they're cosmetics. not the cosmetics. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um. I've decked out my pirate in in some gear, and I'm like, I want to deck out my ship because uh, certain like ship I've seen in uh, a few ships now that have full like cosmetics, and they're quite intimidating. Yeah. Um, but it's just cosmetics. It's just cosmetics, but <laughs> but you're intimidating. But, but it's intimidating because like, these guys have played a lot, clearly. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, what I've really actually ended up liking is. Um, Something that was kind of like, uh, like not a not not considered a great thing, where um because everything is just cosmetic and every so like swords don't have pluses on, or there's no like plus one sword or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so it is just skill based, and I've ended up really really liking that because, like. When you go up against, so we we went up against this ship that was fully decked out in cosmetics, and all the pirates on it were fully decked out in mm -hmm. cosmetics, and they just outclassed us completely mm -hmm. because they could just they had better skill. Yeah. And even though I had a shitty time getting wasted, I was like, <laughs> I respect these guys yep. because like they, they just outplayed better, us. Yeah. They drove their boat better. Yeah. Like they were. <laughs> they bailed water better. They bailed water better. Like they just completely outclassed us, and yeah. I really, really, I, I've really come to appreciate that. By the way, it's called sailing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. I mean, they drove their boat. Yeah, they, they, oh, they drove their boat. Yeah. <laughs> they piloted their boat yeah. way better. Um, they rode their boat. Yeah, they, they rode it yeah. real good. 
Uh, and I've yeah, I've really I've really come to like that. And um, I don't know. I've just I, I've just been enjoying just playing it, even though like there is no sort of end goal right now. I'm, yeah. I'm just enjoying the whole going out on the sea, finding treasure, creating stories, basically creating stories. Yeah, I mean it is it is quite a sandbox. Um, and I've I've been still playing it with friends. Like yeah. they've. I've got uh, two mates that I've been playing with fairly regularly, and they've both like uh, resubbed for like a month, um, which I was not, which I was not expecting. I was yeah. expecting it to be like once the free like two weeks ran out, I'd be the only one playing. Right. But even though we've been talking how um, there's there's no sort of end game, like what are we doing? We st- we still keep playing just That's to sort of like hang out and have adventures and huh. it. That's cool. Yeah. How do you get better? Like um, the, the one Learn game, I, the, the well, the one game I was reminded of when you when you were t- telling that story was um, like Rocket League did that for me. Yeah, that you could go in there and and the skill curve you, is noticeable. Yeah, like the the pro players, they definitely can control yeah. their car well. H- how's it done in CFE? Uh, uh, I think like it's it's being organized like for for piloting the boat yeah, driving. <laughs> for driving the boat yeah it's it's coordination it's, coordination, it's communication it's organization uh, it's also knowing where things are yeah like i mean communication is a big big thing like we we're in our fight with this uh ship yeah uh we came uh we were coming up to broadside them real close and um we were uh, i was i was driving uh-huh. <laughs> we we were driving coming your ship we were coming up and they were they were coming on the left side and i was like get on the cannons get on the cannons one guy hopped on the cannons on the right side uh. and was just sitting on the cannons for ages <laughs> and i was shouting cannons 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 <laughs> so it's just like being aware of what's around you like just just like okay i don't know like but they all run at the same speed jump the same height yeah 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 huh. Like weapons are all weapons are all exactly the same like do you feel like having a like adding a loadout would um, I game? think so. Yes, like like how we were talking about yeah. um, in ways you like like your tools and weapons or whatever. I, I don't know about like um, tools and I mean weapons. You sort of do have a loadout okay. in a way. Uh, although I think you've always got a sword. Yeah, you've always got your sword, but you've got a choice of three guns, okay. and you can only have one. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, but like, I think rather uh, the loadouts should probably be like, if we were, if it was ever to happen, should be in the ship rather than in your character. Okay. Uh, cause then you can really customize your ship into doing specific things. Yeah. And um, especially, I guess there's no guarantee that you're going to play with friends. Yeah. So that, you that's do the need thing. access to all the tools. Yeah. Cause I, I was thinking after, after yeah. last week's podcast being like, yeah, if I play solo and it's like, well, I, I, I guess I, I I have my bucket yeah. and my shovel. Yeah, but I, I can't, can't do anything. Yeah. Um so yeah, but I mean if it was ship loadout, that yeah. would be great. And um they've recently uh started talking about their future content plans, which I think we just released a video uh yesterday about yeah. it and it's it's pretty great cuz I was worried, I was seriously worried that this would be a bit of a no man's sky where <laughs> It, where you just still keep playing it despite yeah. there being no goals. Yeah. Huh, funny that. <laughs> well, despite there being no goals and uh no content, content. on the horizon. Yeah. That's the that's the key thing is that no like no man when No Man's Sky came out, like we all know that Hello Games went into like complete silence for 
six months. Yeah. Sean Murray that had just disappeared off yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Like nothing about no no future plans were talked about. And so people were just like, Well what what's gonna happen? Yeah. Um it, like Sea of Thieves is kind of what No Man's Sky should have done. I don't, I don't want to hear this one. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Every time. Can you just uh-huh. tell us about this content yeah. <laughs> without saying yeah. that? Well, I just keep finding ways to work that, <laughs> that in. My goodness. Um, but yeah, they've, they've just released, uh, well, they've just shown this video of like, they're going to have like, I think five or six like major content updates this year. Yeah. Uh, with... This is kind of interesting. It, it sort of reminds me of um, the leagues that we do. Yep. And they're saying they want to do these weekly events that will add new mechanics or like uh, make people use mechanic game mechanics in different ways or something. Okay. Yeah. But they haven't really. I mean, they haven't given much detail other than this is what we're planning. Yeah. Um. So that. Sounds kind of cool to me. Like they're going to have these like regular big updates, and then in between these sort of weekly, like events. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but still no goals. Still no goals. Yeah. How um, how, how large is Rare, the developer? I don't know. I don't know. They have uh, more than hundred employees, I believe. Seriously? Yeah. Holy. Shit. I think they're like at one or mm. like one fifty or something. I I remember talking to one of the devs. I I don't remember what he said. Yeah. But they're not small. Yep. Um. I mean, they they were a huge studio back in the day, very influential. Yeah, so. I because cause I always, well, it's hard hard not to compare it to Granigear, but you know we we were a fairly small studio and we a lot were of, <laughs> not so much anymore. Well, when when you compare us to like Rare of one twenty, and we're like less than a hundred. Well, I'm I'm just trying to say like we're not less than a hundred though anymore. Uh, developers? Yeah, I. Yeah, we're think, more than 100 I developers. I think we're now above 100. God. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way. Uh, maybe that includes support staff. I'm not sure. Maybe. Well, anyway, like we, we we seem to bring out a fair amount of content. Oh, yes. Mm. So, like, yes. what's their excuse <laughs> is what I'm saying. What, Rare? Yeah. Well, I mean, they only brought the game out three weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I want to see some goddamn content. How, how long have they been working on it? I, I don't know. I think uh, you have to consider various levels of polish. We are, we are notoriously rough around the edges at launch. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, and uh, all of our content is designed in such a way to maximize the amount of replayability for the amount of development time. Hmm. So it is designed to be a lot of content um, with, you know, we're really trying to be smart about how we develop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not necessarily the case for all studios and it's not also possible for all game genres the ARPG genre is a genre that allows for that but i don't think you could pull that off in for example a rally game you you can't probably randomize. random random level generation on a rally random game. random maybe, track generation maybe you could <laughs> yeah. do something like that it would be quite difficult yeah. i imagine it would that's why you gotta get a, a really good like second player navigator oh to, <laughs> yeah i see where you're to going. see see up the track and be like well yeah. Medium I mean, turn. A good example of, of this in, uh, in work is, um, I forget the name of that game. It's the Ubisoft racing game on PC. Drive Club? Oh, shit. Uh, no. Um, track Mania? Track Mania, yes. Oh, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. The, where, where the, basically the track, the, the race course development is, is given to the players, yeah. right? That now they make the content, and now and so maybe they update with new tile sets or whatever. Mm. Um, 
and get vast amounts of content out of that. Yeah. They, from what I know about Trackmania, don't they just basically make a, like a like a tool play kit. box or toolkit, yeah. yeah, and players just they have their own do whatever they want. as well, um, yeah, and they're also like someone someone has to make these cars and make the physics and all this yeah. other stuff. Like someone's yeah, there are people behind developing yep. large portions. But the physics is like the game out of control. Like people are doing <laughs> loops and yeah. and flying through the air. And I'm sure I've told you about my favorite Trackmania stuff. I've never played it, but there are things called push forward okay. courses where basically. People design the course so that all you do is hit the accelerator. Yeah. You never turn. You oh, never wow. do anything. It just and speeds it runs up. the course and, and the course is really complex and like you do all these crazy loops what? and you fly in yeah. weird angles, you do barrel rolls and all sorts of stuff because the course is designed to make this crazy exciting ride. Yep. That you only have to push one button to wow. achieve. I've got that's cool. Have, have you played that one? It was on Microsoft. You're on a motorbike, it's two D. Uh physics. Uh test uh I think I know what you're talking about. Damn, my something. mates are really into it. It's something test or test something. I know. The, I know what you're talking about. Trial. Oh, trials. trials. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. get into that? No, but <laughs> okay. um, I know people who did. Yeah, they got really into it. Hey, man, tri- trials is the game you should check out, Nick. Okay, why? Trials was because, real uh, big. The, hmm? Trials was real big, like a few, well, five years ago or something. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's all about just trying to get over these obstacles with very few buttons. Mm. Oh, oh, but no, I, I think you're. Um, when I say the push forward thing, you never take your finger off the accelerator. It's <laughs> literally it's this it's it is all it's a uh, it is a display of the track maker's prowess to mm. make this crazy, uh, basically like Rube Goldberg style course that you huh. run through. Okay, um, with no input, and it's just like what a crazy adventure you get to go on yep. without doing anything. Yep. So it's um, a ride. It is a ride. Yeah, it's yeah. like you may have seen like Mario. Uh, levels that have been made by fans where it's a similar thing where you jump and you land on a shell and you don't press anything and you in the next 15 minutes you're racing through this crazy sequence oh, of events. Oh, that's cool. You know? Okay. Um, so you, that's that's sort of what I like about those things. Anyway, um, I guess my point was different genres have different content generation <laughs> yeah, requirements. Yeah, different, different, <laughs> different games have different content. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Well, I guess uh, Rareware should should get some random level generation. Yeah, they should on. get some track... They should take a page out of Trackmania. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I want to I want to drive my boat by just holding one button and then have everything... Track happen. of Thieves. Yep. 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 I want a ramp on... Oh, a wave ramp. Yep. yep. And Wave race. Oh, shit. That already exists. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh... Severn, <laughs> yeah. we, we already talked about you played. Mm. Let's talk about what I played. <laughs> I played some Hearthstone. Oh, my God. <laughs> big, big surprise. Uh, the new set came out yesterday morning. And What's I the new it. set? I can't remember if you mentioned it before. The Witchwood. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, thematically, it's meant to be a spooky wood. Mm-hmm. Woods? Wood? Uh, forest? I don't know. What do you call it? Woods. Uh, spooky wood. Spooky woods. Yeah. No, no, no. Woods. Woods. Wood? No. No, 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 no. Spooky, spooky wood. Would you though? Which wood? Spooky. But which? Anyway, wood? <laughs> yeah. Which wood? Which wood? Yeah, wood. Which wood is spooky? No, the spooky wood. Ah. Oh. Um. Anyway, <laughs> who's that was uh, I'm so sorry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I played some of it last night. I did a couple arena runs. Uh. I went like five wins on five wins, three losses, and one, and then. Zero wins, three losses on the other. Wow. <laughs> That's real bad. But uh, my my first sort of instinct uh, is it's I, it's an interesting expansion. I'm not 100% sure I love it yet. 
it's too early to say, but it's interesting that they've put so much more emphasis to me on uh, the board. Like, okay. okay. So picture in, in your in your typical card game, Magic the Gathering, uh, Hearthstone, whatever it is, you put some some monsters or creatures or whatever on the playing field, and they can fight each other and that sort of thing. Um, when the last meta, in the last sort of meta game, um, a lot of the main decks, a lot of the gameplay happened in the player's hand, uh, where like for example, they are trying to arrange certain card combinations in their hand, so they can pull off certain stunts. Uh, Handlock was doing this to like create lots of very strong creatures on the board. Um, uh, Freeze Mage is a is a perfect archetype that just like all the gameplay happens in their hand, where they're just trying to arrange their combo. Like, there's a lot of combo decks, even when it's not necessarily a combo that wins the game immediately. It is still creating arrangements of cards to pull off a thing. They've introduced this new thing called Rush which is where when you play a creature, it can attack other creatures in the turn and enter the battlefield. It just can't attack heroes. This has really pushed a lot of the gameplay onto the board hmm. because now your opponent puts a creature down and you can immediately handle it and have another cre- and have that creature still st- stay on the board. Hmm. Um, it's sort of, to some degree, I mean, they've got a thing called Charge. Yeah, I remember. Which is like, as soon as you play the creature, it can attack. Yeah, yeah. This is that, but the limitation is it can't attack your opponent's yep. face. So I guess, does that mean that more creatures can have that on? Yes. Yep. It allows them to make much stronger charge creatures, yep. basically, because they have this... Because they can only attack monsters. Yeah, in the turn that they're played. Okay. After that, they can attack their opponent's face. Yeah. But um, that's what it's called. So oh, we're, in, okay. we're in a smirking, because he's like, what? I've never heard that before. Okay, well... I haven't well, heard that before either. Okay, well, okay, I'll, I'll explain really quickly. Um... You're, when you're attacking your opponent, they've got a little portrait, uh, and you're atta- you like drag your thing to the portrait. Yep. Um, and so that's smacking the face. Yeah. Years yep. ago, the, there was an archetype called Face Hunter, uh-huh. which was you'd play a hunter and you would basically always go face, as they say. Man, um, that was some, that's some lingo I'd never heard. Face Hunter, go yeah. face. What about saving face? face? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to heal face, they can save the same face. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go. Face, face hunter, going face. It's basically attacking your <laughs> opponent directly, as opposed to the creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, any any tactic called like face palm or anything? Uh, no. <laughs> Two face. It's usually that that was usually what I did when I played was face palm. Face palm. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> moving along. Uh, no, they uh, the the introduction of rushes mean that they're strong creatures that can do things as soon as they enter the battlefield. Um, that aren't so strong that they win the game immediately. And that has been kind of a drastic change, especially in Arena, where it sort of felt like... It, when you're playing Arena, it's very tempo-oriented. Whoever gets like the first strongest creatures usually wins. Mm. But now that there are strong creatures that can like do things defensively uh, in, the tor- in the turn that they're played... It's not necessarily always the case. There's there's a more leeway to have this the game turn around, and I experienced that a lot last night. So it was uh, a very interesting dynamic, one that hadn't really been the case before in Hearthstone. Um, and I'm I'm interested to play some more. It was it was fun. It was also frustrating at times. Hmm. Uh, also, echo was one of the new keywords, which means like you play a card, and until the end of the turn, a copy of that card appears in your hand. 
And so you can play it again, and then another copy appears, and you can play it again, and you can, another copy appears. So you can keep playing the card as long as there's space in the board and mana. Yep. Um, until end of turn, and at which point the copy vanishes. Oh, off the board as well? No, no, no. It stays on the board, but you don't get you can't play any more out of your hand. Oh, okay, yeah. And so, wow. Um, for example, a, a a two attack four life creature for three mana mm-hmm. with taunt, which means that it it creates basically a barrier between uh, it and yourself, like it, and your it, face. Yeah, and your face. Yep. Um. Uh, with echo, so you could at, at three mana you can play it once. At six mana you can play it twice. Mm-hmm. At nine mana you can play it three times. And uh, I was playing. I was r- trying to rush my opponent down, and then at nine mana he played three of these things. Yep. It completely turned the game around. Cool. Um. And so it's it is a echo is a really enjoyable mm-hmm. mechanic because uh it gives you the option to play something early um, to maintain tempo, or hold on to it and play it for value later, where you're getting more out of that card because yep. the card itself is a resource it's not just mana that's a resource um and so that's mm-hmm. uh one of the one of the interesting aspects that I'm, i've really so far enjoyed about the expansion but still uh i i don't know i haven't played enough of it to really make a big judgment call do um for expansions do they usually uh some of those mechanics that they introduce do they m- like move forward into like future expansions, like the way Hearthstone works is the way Magic works, which is that there is a cycle. Yeah. Uh, when they introduce an expansion, that expansion is around for two years, yep. basically, um, give or take six months, um, depending on how late in the year it's, mm. it's released. So we just entered the year of the Raven, was what they're calling it. Right. What that means is uh, the expansions that were released two years ago, there were three. Yeah. Are no longer playable in their standard format. Um, but it can be played in their wild format, which okay. is basically their legacy format. But so then, uh, cards with like Rush and Echo are not going to show up in. They might. Um, we've had instances like they introduced Mechs, for example. Yeah. Um, and in Goblins versus Gnomes, mm-hmm. and Mechs have been printed ever since. Mm. Like the Mech is just now a type. Um, oh, and okay. Yeah. And they introduced Inspire. Which is like when you use your hero power, a thing happens. Yeah, I, I remember you talking about that. That was like a, was it like a tournament of champions? Yeah, yeah, like expansion something like or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I forget what it was called. Grand tournament. I think yeah, what it was called. Um, uh, and they haven't like I don't know if they've actually printed anything with the inspire keyword on it, but they've used that mechanic. Hmm. Um, so. Uh, life steal is a thing that they introduced in a previous expansion that is now sort of retroactively changed a bunch of cards. Okay. Um, things that were like deal damage and gain that much life now yep. just say life steal. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so they're because like the these two card types that you're talking about sound like probably the most interesting I've heard. Yeah, Echo's really cool. I I hope that uh, I I mean it's hard to tell how much of this will stick around. Mm. Um, there is There are advantages, uh, like in Path of Exile, where there are advantages in introducing a mechanic, having it be very prevalent mm-hmm. and exciting, and people experience it, and then um, pulling that back or, or even removing yeah. it entirely to create a completely different gameplay style and making it just mm. keep feeling fresh. Um, Path of Exile tends to sort of accumulate these mechanics with 
few exceptions. And that can make it, it feel... I mean, it's interesting because it means you you enter a new area, you never really know what to expect. But it can also make it feel uh, samey across multiple leagues. Hmm. Where it's like, yes, there's this new mechanic, but there are all these other mechanics that kind of dilute it to some degree. Hmm. Um, and so the it lessens the impact. There are advantages in, in adding and removing things, I think, that um, card games especially take advantage of. Hmm. A Magic the Gathering set, uh, one one set is going to feel completely different from another because some mechanics are missing hmm. just as much as there are new mechanics being introduced. Um, it's a idea of like uh, creating new experiences by removing things. Yeah. Um, which I think is a totally valid way of managing a game. Yep. That's my opinion about that. That's good. Anyway, good stuff. That's what I've been playing. Uh, well, we've got re- and we we haven't read questions out in all and since since the last episode, since ages, well, <laughs> the last yeah. episode. Uh, uh, actually, this is a question. I don't know if we ever asked this. This is like down the bottom of the list. But so it's probably uh, from like two years ago. This is really long time ago. Probably, I'm going to ask a question. This is from Oxim. If you're listening out there, cool. Thanks. Uh, for probably stop r- stop <laughs> listening when uh, when their question wasn't. <laughs> yep. Uh. What software is needed to make 3D art for weapons? Would GGG accept free of charge models made by gamers? Have we ever taken like a fan made model hmm. and added it to the game? I I, I've never come across a. I don't think so. A user submitted model. Has anybody? I, w- I wouldn't even know how you submit it. Well, I mean, it's so just it's a file, right? Yeah, yeah. Google Drive's good. Um, or whatever provider. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Shit. No, we haven't done that. We've got. Um, some employees that started off as fans who made things that led to jobs. Who are um, you thinking of? I think it's, is his name? Maybe it's not Jasper that I'm thinking of. It is Jasper. It yeah, is yeah, Jasper? Okay, okay. yeah. yeah. Jasper was a big fan. Yeah, he, he made, Still is. I think he made some clay models mm-hmm. and he made them for high tier oh, yeah, supporters. Yeah. yeah. He was like a, a modeler as in like an actual like with a clay modeling sculptor. clay. Yep. Um, but he also does 3D modeling, mm-hmm. right? And I think to some degree those skills are, are related. Mm-hmm. Um, and that led to a job, I think. Yeah, right? but it... He showed off his expertise as a modeler. Mm-hmm. And then he got a job as a modeler. <laughs> there was also interest as well um, in, in Path of Exile and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but is, wasn't the question like a submitted model yeah. like to the company? Yeah. yeah. We've never done that. No. I, I, I guess if you're if you're keen on it, Reach out to Eric. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll just push Eric that way. Well, um, if if you if you are keen on it, send us a Facebook message and we'll give you the maybe the contact details. Yeah, something. But, um, it, it's it's usually like it, it'd have to go past you guys as well. Like it it involve a lot of departments to come together. Yeah, so uh, but if someone makes something. a badass sword model, for example, mm. and we're like, dang, I've got a great gameplay idea for this. The the copyright on that kind of thing. Is yeah, the legalities. Too. I'm not sure about. Yeah. Because I think a lot of companies are just like, we don't even want to. Like, I don't even know if we can accept it. Like, what? Yeah. How do we, do we buy it off you? Do we? They might be thinking right. of something like, um, doesn't Val, Valve do, uh, oh, Valve. Sacrifices. Sacrifice Valve. Uh, they do user stuff for Dota, right? Like. They do user stuff user, for a lot of things. User. Yeah. Hats? But they've got a, 
they've got the, the Steam Workshop or whatever, right? Oh yeah, which yeah, is, which yeah. Is they're basically user generated marketplace. Yeah, because I I definitely remember I had a, a friend um, who was making like Dota skins and making some okay money mm-hmm. through that. Yeah, but I guess that's just like they've set up a storefront that's like here, make these exactly. Yeah, um, I remember reading. Uh, on like the World of Warcraft forums years and years and years ago, they had a suggestions forum. Yep. Where if you had a game play suggestion or whatever, you you had to post it there, um, because legally they weren't allowed to like take ideas posted elsewhere because oh, they oh. weren't theirs hmm. or something. It was so there are like rules about ownership yeah. of intellectual property and stuff that would need to be worked. If out, it's a, even even if it's just ideas. Yeah, I think so. If I mean, ultimately, what is a patent but an idea? Because I, I don't know. I'm just thinking again of Sea of Thieves, but like there's, there's been like, like constant just ideas being thrown around, like in their forums and stuff like yeah. that, and that they say you know that they're listening and stuff. So if they implemented some of those, like I, it, it would be weird for a fan to then be like how dare they do implement yeah, my idea it would that i weird. wanted to see in this game but companies tend to be overprotective of of themselves right mm. i mean consider uh let's say someone wanted suggested a skill called super fireball for path of exile <laughs> yeah where in, uh it was like a channeled skill and you you would charge up a giant fireball or something yeah and and then we six months later or whatever introduced a skill called super fireball that was a channeled skill where you charged up a super big fireball that is like pretty clearly related mm. there could be documentation internally that says that we had been working on it since before this thing was suggested yeah but um i think that there would be like uh, arguably illegal it's enough like, it's enough suspicion for someone to make a youtube conspiracy video right <laughs> yeah um so i think that like I mean, there there are lots of ideas that people suggest on Path of Exile's various mm-hmm. forums and Reddits and whatnot all the time that spring up all the time that we've discussed internally hundreds of times, mm. and and we've we've thought of and pursued and tossed dozens and dozens and dozens of ideas internally. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's just more a matter of how closely aligned to the original idea it is. Like, there's, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a big gray area, and mm. I think people just want to avoid it by having a specific legally allowed yeah. location for those ideas to be suggested. Yeah, I guess then it's safe, right? Because you're just like, the, you're, you're, you're submitting these ideas, and you're like, uh, that you're, you're giving, you're giving them, to them to the, I want to the, you, I would love it for you guys yeah, to do this. Yeah, yeah. This is my blessing, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm legally giving you this idea. Yeah, yeah. With um art specifically, if if someone submitted a model, let's say like a, say a sword. Yeah. Um, and it was textured. It's very rare that it would be good enough, like in terms of quality, just to make it to go straight one game. right mm. into go yeah, yeah to go right into game yeah um, you know even if you gave me, um, an OBJ, texture maps normal map all that all that good stuff yeah and i had it export and in game maybe the poly count would be too high like right. there, there are there things are that there, there, there are certain like things of quality that we check for yeah and um and i'm sure on on the same design end as well yeah um i mean also you how would you even verify for example that the, that the texture is 
like not owned by someone. Yeah, that that's really tricky. Um, like it's 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 possible, but not necessarily guaranteed that like the artist just found like you know made that texture. Maybe they just found it online from someone's you know Flickr account or whatever. Yeah, photo or just use something from something. like Google Images. Yeah, you know, and slap then, that on the side. It's yeah, someone really else shady. owns that image uh, that is now being applied to a to a model in game. Yeah, we are now using someone else's property in game mm. without their permission. So I think. Like, if, if you were to reach out and you had a thing that looked really shady, we would probably just have to say, no, we can't accept it. <laughs> yeah, unless, unless you could, like, provide evidence that you made it and also that, like, you're fine with us using it. I we also I have know. a service of, like, yeah. uh, making supporter uniques. You know, some supporters of yep. Path of Exile do design weapons and we work with them to make weapons. Yep. And so there there is that whole outlet that we have. Yeah. That, that. that is better, I think, because then there is an actual back and forth, like... Yep. You're working with concept artists yeah. that comes and through the pipeline. And back and back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> but even like uh, <laughs> when you're just saying that like we still have to like go through a process to get it in the game. Like you, you have to do that even with outsourcers. Mm. Like and we've been working with them for years and there's still back and forth. Like they don't nail it first time. So someone that has never worked at the company, it would be amazing if they just nailed it <laughs> first time yep. sending it in. That would be impressive. Yeah, he'd be um, like, "How did how did you know exactly <laughs> all this stuff?" Yeah. <clears throat> um, Even act- the naming convention is yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, and, and if if that was the case, then hey, put a um put a job ap- application yeah. in. Look, just a- actually come like, work for grinding. Yeah, why not just like do this, do that, and yeah. then send a job? Yeah, <laughs> this is your showreel. Like yeah. you're putting together a showreel. Hey, we're uh, we're looking for environment artists. Uh, <laughs> send send an yeah. application. Um, I wanted to also talk about. Uh, not a game I've been playing, but a game I've been watching. Ooh. Oh boy! Hey, I've been watching some games too. What have you been watching? A little bit of Fortnite. Okay. <laughs> what do you got? Survivor. Oh! oh. <laughs> it's been on there for a while. It's been a while since you talked about Survivor. Yes, new season, right? Uh, well, we're like a little less than halfway through the current season. What's the What's the theme? It's called Ghost Island. Whoa! Um, I, I'm surprised I haven't talked about this. No, I've been enjoying it. Okay, so it's all new players. Sometimes they do seasons worth, worth returning players. Yep. Um, and sometimes they do like a mix of new and returning players. This is all new players. And um, there's this thing called Ghost Island where at the end of a challenge, uh, someone gets sent to Ghost Island. <laughs> what? Um, Tell me about Ghost Island. So Ghost Island is just, the, it's like an island and you're by yourself. But when you get there, there's like signs that say like you have a, the opportunity to, to change your game and and um and you you break like a little clay thing and yeah. either it says you get to tr- you get to play this game or you don't mm-hmm. and if you get to play this game it's a chance based game where you either you you choose like a, a container there's like mm. a series of containers and it may contain an advantage or it may not and if it doesn't you can't vote at the next tribal council oh so you shit. lose your ability to vote which is a very important part of so are you kind of like are, are they sort of like accessing cheats in a way so i mean it's it's basically more like they're giving the, they're given the option to gamble like do you want to yep. ga- are you re- willing to risk your vote for an advantage hmm. um and sometimes the advantage is like immunity hmm. sometimes it's like an extra vote or whatever oh, you know? wow. um but all of the advantages and all of the uh immunity idols were advantages and immunity idols that were misplayed 
in previous seasons of Survivor. Oh, wow. So they're all quote-unquote cursed. Yeah. And you're given the opportunity to break their curse, um, which I, I love because there are, for example, there was a thing called the Legacy Advantage in the last season of Survivor where you were given this thing, and if you had it at the... When, when there are 13 people left or six people left, you could use it as an immunity idol. And if you got voted out, you could will it to another player, or you had to will it to another player. Hmm. And it got passed between a whole bunch of hands and never got used. Uh. Um, and <laughs> and this season it came back and it got passed between more hands before it got uh, before it finally got used. But uh. it's it's so it's really interesting because it's, cool. it's it's the exact same document that yeah. was in the previous. So it's got the signatures of the other. Survivors. Are there flashbacks? Uh, yes, there were. Yeah, there were you, you see a flashback to when it was like misplaced yeah. or mis- misplayed. Yeah, misplayed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So I love that they're building upon survivors' lore. Yeah, that's quite cool. Um. <laughs> uh, and people are like really touched when they find these things. Like, oh, this is the actual muni idol yeah. that Joe gave to whoever <laughs> Susan. Yeah. And okay. Um. What so, if What if a contestant has never watched a Survivor before? Then what are they doing on Survivor? <laughs> Although sometimes, I mean, in early seasons, that used to happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sure. now everyone is a super fan. Um, but uh, so I'm really enjoying the season because of that, but also because my wife has been running a survivor draft. Whoa. Um, it's just myself and <laughs> Carrie, my wife, yeah. Bex at work. Oh, right. Yeah, um, yeah. Because she's super big she's, into survivor. She's yeah. Big into survivor. Um, <laughs> we randomly selected who goes on whose draft teams. So, because they're all new players. No one knew who any of these people were. There's no real point in picking them. It's just luck of the draw at that Mm -hmm. point anyway. And, um, or profiling, which is worse. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Uh, the best kind of draft. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, so I ended up with a team Okay, so what's the we, theme of we, your this this fantasy uh, survivor? There's no theme, <laughs> although you get points for like okay, if if your team if like if if members of your team are on the winning tribe, mm-hmm. you get points. Uh, if they find an immunity idol, you get points. If they misuse the immunity idol, you lose points. Um, if they cry, you lose points. Oh, like really? You should we, win if you lose points. Don't you want to see you, people you, cry? You, oh, you win, win points if they cry. You mean? Yeah. Um, no, because it's usually like. I just couldn't believe that I won the challenge. And you're like, ah. Yeah, it's just like, okay, we get it. There should be points depending on the type of cry. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But we're we're still working out some of the things. Yep. Like, yep. Now that we've hit the bird, we're noticing that there's sort of a dearth of points to be oh, given out. Oh, wow. Um, but my, okay, so we each started off with, I think, uh, six people in our tribe. Uh, in, our, in our team, sorry, mm-hmm. in our draft teams. And then two floaters, like two people oh. who weren't selected. Yeah. Um, and in the first episode, I lost two tribe members. Oh, so no. I got the two floaters. Oh, okay. And since then, I've lost like another four people. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> and they're, I think. These were just, so these were just randomly assigned to you. I, yeah. Yeah. I've lost four or I think five or six people total now. And uh, Carrie has lost two. And I think Bex has lost one. Oh, wow. So I'm like way, way, yeah, I'm so yeah. far behind. Ugh. Anyway, it's really made it entertaining because we're now watching these episodes of Survivor yeah. and enjoying. We've we've always enjoyed the show and uh, for the game that it is, mm-hmm. where people are thinking tactically and making interesting decisions. But now we're also like, there's a second layer of like, oh, but she cried, so you lose a point. That's great. That's great. <laughs> um, you got to get money in there. 
Yeah. G- well, add a third layer. Yeah. There is, there is going to be a prize. Kerry's been trying to figure out where it is. But, okay. Um, next, when there's going to, when, when there's a returning player season, mm-hmm. we're going to try and get people who are fans of Survivor to like sort of, we're going to try and get more people involved and we're actually going to pick the players and do an actual oh, draft. Huh. Yeah. Because um, hopefully, right, you'd know if it's based on like returning. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll have some idea of how yeah, well they yeah. play. Of, of, um, you pick that woman from, I didn't watch all of the last season, but I watched like a chunk of it. And there was that woman that was like, I'm the queen. No one can oh, beat me. Sandra? Yeah, that won Sandra twice or something. I'm like, man, pick her. She's yes. just like wrecking she, everyone. Sandra's amazing. Yeah. She played, uh, up until then, she had played twice and never been voted out. Wow. She won nice. both times. Nice. What happened to her on the last season? She got really far. And, yeah. And then eventually, I think she got voted out before the, um, before the jury before the merge. Oh yeah. But like it, she, it, she kept throwing shade on other people. She was great. Like, like she was everyone's number one target and yeah. yet she survived for yeah. like 10 episodes. Well, she, she also bragged about like her wins and how yes. good she was. And I was yes. just thinking like, doesn't that make you a huge target? And yet she kept yeah. surviving. Um, in fact, there's one of my favorite ever survivor moments. She noticed there was some tension between two of her tribe mates. Yep. Um, she over, stoke it Did over she... over the use of food. Yeah, and so she snuck off and ate all of the sugar. <laughs> and um, and one of the tribe mates immediately blamed the oh, one so that good. there was tension on. She didn't mention that's anything. some there Game of Thrones of shit. T- yes, yes. And that guy went home. <laughs> it was oh, it was amazing. It was so clever. Yeah. Anyway, she's amazing. She's such a mayhem causer. She, yeah. She so got she just, every she other just previous noticed. winner out. She was she outlasted all the other previous oh, winners. Great. She's still the only two time yeah. winner. But she it's it sounds like she does it by like diverting attention from her. Yes. Like playing like playing up more like yeah. the tension that already exists around her, just amplifying it. And, yeah, she's a very keen observer yeah. of of personalities and, and of social dynamics yeah. and of and understanding um how those social dynamics will play out. Yeah, and and manipulating those things from behind the scenes That's great. without drawing attention to herself. Yeah. I mean, how consider just how impressive it is that she won Survivor, and then in a season full of returning players, where everyone was like, "I'm why would I ever let someone else win again?" Mm. Won again, <laughs> she won again. Yeah, <laughs> so impressive. <sighs> anyway, yeah, she was real cool. I like the. The main thing from the, I, I probably only watched like five or six episodes. You should have watched remember, that whole season. It's so the main good. thing I remembered was like there was this guy that was just so excited to uh, be back in Survivor, and he was he'd Tony. I think it was he because it was full of winners, right? So he'd yeah, won before. He, he'd won before, and he was like, "I'm gonna go find the Hemnudio yeah. yeah, as soon as he hit the beach." Yeah, he and was, everyone's like, "Well, we're gonna vote you out then." He, he just like got too overexcited. And like, he was playing too hard. Yeah. Yeah, from the start. Yeah, it's such a fascinating show and game. Yeah, because there's the, the there's no way to there's no correct way to play. Mm. It all depends on who you're with, and but but there are like ways to up your chances of winning. Yeah, and and um, there are being clever and being subtle and being observant and um, you know, being at the center of people's strategies without being a threat. Yeah is it's such an interesting f- game it's so it's so cool nothing there's nothing quite like it yeah love survivor if you like survivor you should email us at frontseatquestions at gmail.com or tweet at us at frontseatcast what time is it we've got have we got any time left um we, no, no. not really not really all right well all right. well email us some questions we've, we've only got really old questions and questions that aren't really 
necessarily good for reading out because they're quite long or personal. And they're more there's or asking for advice. There's a yeah. There's there's one from a business podcast asking yeah. about how to set up a podcast. Yeah, we're probably the wrong people to ask. Yeah, we're ask us about. <laughs> How to set up a business, not how to set up a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're about as good as yeah. that. Um, if you want to check out us on Facebook, we're on facebook.com slash frontseatcast. Uh, our WordPress site, frontseatgamer.wordpress.com. You can leave us comments on there. We reply to them and stuff. Uh, and youtube.com slash frontseatcast. Uh, we've been getting quite a lot of listens on YouTube, and people send us comments, and, and Blake sends them to me and laughs at me. Yep. Um, we love hearing from you guys, and uh, we love it when you tell your friends about the podcast, um, which you should continue to do. And rate us on iTunes. It helps us. I'm not sure how. I just know that. I haven't looked at our rating on iTunes. I don't. I, th- like I think we're still unrated. Yes. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. Unrated. Unrated. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. We love you. See ya. Bye. Which is the thing? So I was watching um, a Hearthstone player called Firebat, and um, he said something that I think resonated with me in, in a in a much more broader way than he intended. Which was, "Don't commit to a to a mistake." Mm. Like when you're playing Hearthstone, sometimes you make ordering mistakes, okay, or or you you attack the wrong thing, and then you realize afterwards, "Oh, I should have done this other thing." Um, and some players will do this, like they'll make this mistake, and then they'll play out the turn as if it were intentional, yeah. which results in a suboptimal turn. Yeah. Um, whereas if you don't commit to the mistake, you you make your mistake, and then you 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 recalibrate your strategy, right? Um, I think that this is something that is like good life advice, mm. right? Nick, you, I I love hearing these little things. By the way, like you 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 uh, you extract them, and they're actually. Quite. Uh, There's a little wisdom powerful. in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that kind of shit. Um, and I think that was that's a powerful one for me. I like. Don't it. commit to a mistake. Yeah. And that's, that's a life lesson. Yeah, it really is.